Good evening, black family. I've had a rough day today. be no burden to nobody so I'm just keeping how I feel to myself because I think people are getting tired of me being sickly and all it was bad enough just having the stroke and not feeling my left side and now it just feels like I'm I'm a burden to everybody. I have to watch Venus because she found a, a bud kernel on the floor that I had dropped. I couldn't find it. Green bud, green carpet. But she found it. Now her little butt is high as a doorknob. She's thrown up once. And I, uh, I'm just watching her. Got the pee pee pad right here, so, because she's not going outside. I don't want her outside like this. I want to thank all of y'all for listening to my content. I mean, the only real content that I do is these rants in the black. You know, see, I couldn't even edit my, my drone footage and shit else really lackluster I don't blame any of y'all if you don't watch it I'm trying to be the best drone pilot I could be but Juanita was my co-pilot you know because we had the two controllers for the spider drone and I would just fly it and she would be the camera person I got two remote controls. I don't have a camera person anymore. Anybody that I trust, I trusted Juanita with everything. That's probably why I love her so much. Nobody's ever made me feel like I had a purpose. Except that one. The nine years wasn't nowhere near enough now I'm all alone I got my hunts I got my fur babies and everything and Lily Lily Papa's not mad at you you scratch your eye again 
I swear these dogs could be the death of me. I only got an ounce today. Since I got a medical card, I got 20% off. I really like the people up at Herbal Solutions. I just wish they'd hire black people. I'm too ashamed to ask them for a part-time job because I'm already coming in there with the cane shaking, looking like a junkie. Lily, get over here. You better not have hid something over there. And she takes her treats over on the other side, on Juanita's side of the room. And, um, yeah, I found a, I found a chew stick over there yesterday. So she over there stashing shit like a pirate. Go get Get in the bed. Leave me alone. You've already been O-U-T. Go out one more time. Lily. I think Lily got something too. Both of y'all got into some shit, didn't you? You found something on the floor too, didn't you? I'm not giving you a treat just in case. I've already cleaned up your sisters. Hold on for a second. Hey, Alexa, stop. That bitch just talks whenever she wants to. Did y'all hear me ask her something? The bitch just started talking, right? Yeah, that's why I taped that damn camera shut. I don't trust that motherfucker. No, that probably sounds stupid as hell to y'all, but I don't trust that damn IA and shit. Just kind of spooky. It just comes on when it wants to. Y'all be fine tomorrow morning. I was listening to uh, CG Hito. And I had emailed Sister Lisa to let her know that I had got unsubscribed from her channel. And my membership, my paid membership to her channel to get all the stuff early. It's like I canceled my, my membership and I know I didn't cancel it. know the tricks and shit that YouTube does on our accounts should be illegal and they really need to be sued on a giant black only class action lawsuit 
Hell, Lisa's already sued YouTube and won. And she's got the formula. I tried to play the game earlier. But I got I got turned around. Cause usually Juanita would play. She watched my back. Vice versa. We're the perfect team on that game. One of my best return customers on Paraphernalia Palace on eBay, he emailed me, wanted to know, did I get any more of those Herb Saver grinders? I told him, yeah, two boxes came to me Friday, so I got all the colors. So I took a picture of the boxes with the colors showing, and he likes the black one and the blue. And as soon as he pays me for them, I'll go ahead and box them. He might be at work right now. I don't I don't know. He lost his mother not not too long ago. He said probably about a year ago. And then when he found out I had just lost my wife in July, you know, he uh it's a good man. He says we will make it through this. Sometimes I'm not too sure. I'm not going to do what my friend Daryl did. By him shooting himself in his mother's house. Their family's still fucked up from that. I'm sorry I didn't get all streaming of black media that I wanted to get out today, but I've been second-guessing myself all day. Must have ran my blood pressure up because I had a nosebleed around 130. Tried to bleed for a damn hour. Got it finally to stop when I just laid on my back in the bed. Auntie said I couldn't go out. Cut the grass because it started raining around about two o'clock. So I put the weed whip and everything back in the garage. Didn't even get to take the lawnmower out because it started coming down. I'm still hurt that Blacksby's going to be going offline on the 14th of June next year. 
I'm telling you, man, it feels like I lost a child, man. Because I was calling Blacksby my mecca. I could say whatever I wanted. I could post it, anything I wanted. And that's going to be gone in, in about seven months. That doesn't make me feel happy at all. been on Blacksby five years and I enjoyed myself immensely I met some really great people and I gotta find a way how to keep in touch with all of them need to talk to my brother Laz more because that brother knows how to get me back to flying right I just I just wish things Just wish things were fucked up, you know. Fucked up to the point where I don't feel good about myself. I'm always in pain. Still try to keep it positive. I haven't posted nothing on UGE two. In about two days, maybe I blow something there. Your ass got something too, didn't you? You can't hardly stand up either. 
Oh shit, she's about to throw up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh shit. See, you need to stop eating stuff off the floor and stuff. You definitely didn't need nothing else that. I don't give you that. Shit. You dry it. I got a small mess I got to clean up. Go ahead. You already know. I got to clean it up. Poor thing. it pours I got two high ass dogs not on purpose as if I didn't have enough to worry about my two aunts downstairs now I gotta watch over two dogs Lay, lay down. You can't even stand your ass up. This shit looks so damn crazy. It's not even funny, but I want to laugh at both of y'all ass. I'm going to finish smoking my blunt. You finish throwing up. Papa will clean it up. I guess my purpose is cleaning up your mess. And she's shaking her head yes, up and down like she's saying yeah. Sit your high ass down. Wow, you... You're a handful. What does it say? See what D-Tug has. Just uploaded this. 
And no, I wouldn't say Diddy's intent. He didn't do anything to undermine Foundation of Black Americans or any. Some of these other people now, C. Dolores Tucker, yes, he's a Heather because he, she cosplayed as us, but she was secretly undermining us because a lot of people who are not from our lineage will have disdain for us. Um, let's go back to Tupac. Tupac had some tethers around him, some niggas acting like his friends, and they actually set him up, the ones who set him up to get shot. Now, the, the situation where he got killed in the West Coast, that was different because these were not his friends. But the cats out there in New York, who was around a bunch of Caribbean dudes who were skinning and grinning in his face while they were setting him up. All the dudes were setting him up. That, those are tethers. Now, he got caught up out here because he tried to get into some gangbang shit he should not have gotten into. But I understand why he got into it, because that whole chain thing, um, they were people were snatching death row chains. And I think Pac felt like, okay, I kind of instigated a lot of stuff. And you know this is on me, so let me show these guys that I'm down and you should have gotten into some gangbang shit because the LA West Coast politics were way different than any other place that he didn't understand the severity of it. But that's neither here nor there. But the thing is, again, um, Hispanic, not Hispanic, but Lexington, um, Caribbean, Caribbean artists, and there are a lot of artists out here who have Caribbean backgrounds. They're not tethered just because they're Caribbean. They do have some great guys. Karis, one, has a Caribbean background, one of the greatest rappers out there. Buster Rhymes, even though he says a bunch of bullshit, Buster's one of the greatest hip-hop performers out there. To me, I think he's a phenomenal performer. Um, does he say some utter bullshit about culture and the history of hip-hop? Yes. But he is a great performer. I'll give him that. So they, I, I give people props for props to do. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I, I was saying that, right, to say, to bring it to the current. Like, you know what I mean, the current artists that, that you know what I mean, because, you know I mean, from my perspective, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at these new artists as if, I mean, you know, they have father issues, they have daddy issues, right? And, you know, we, I mean, not to uh, uh, make an excuse for that, right? But at the end of the day, when we look at it, like, because of the trajectory of what we're actually looking at and hearing, Understand the, 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 you know, what I mean the 
ideas behind it and why, right? Um, I mean, just okay. just gonna get get back. Okay, brother. Shit, let me get some more, brother. I don't know where you're going, brother. It's it's taking you forever to get to the point, brother. I gotta get you off here and land your plane. I don't know what the hell your point is, brother. This brother has been trying to make a point for about twenty minutes. He's not getting to the. I don't know. Oh, Tupac and Bukinel. Uh, is Caribbean and is they tell us because if you put it to the current time and, and like mm. not just the nineties, but yeah. in the current time, like right oh, now, um around oh thirty five thirty, something like that. Um current time now, people ain't got no fathers at eight o'clock. At eight o'clock they got father issues and if you got father issues, it goes back to bust around. I mean, what the fuck? I don't know. I couldn't follow it, man. I, I don't know what Tupac and Biggie had to do with fatherlessness. I don't know what this dude was talking about. I tried. Man. I don't know what the correlations were. Brother, he went from Tupac, Biggie, to fatherlessness. I, I just don't know where he was going with it, man. It, it, it just wasn't connected for me. You know, I tried. I tried to hang in there. Tried to be fair, but shit. I'm not going to sit here squeezing my brain trying to, to figure out what the hell you're talking about, brother. Well, what kind of weed are they selling down there in Mississippi? Or what, where did he say he was from? He said his family was from Mississippi. Rose in the banks after former President Donald Trump made public remarks about race. He noted, uh, the U.S. saw a large spike in hate crimes after the 2017 Charlottesville white supremacist rally, not in the immediate aftermath, but the following week after Mr. Trump said there, there were five people on both sides. Hate crimes have continued to rise under President Joe Biden. Experts say that the next presidential election season and the aggressive that often comes while campaigning can potentially lead to more violence and extremism. The number of hate crime incidents has risen every single election year since the FBI began collecting hate crime data. But so it's only going to get worse at the end of the day. It's absolutely only going to get worse. Okay. So anyway, with that all being said, everyone please be sure to like and share this video. Okay, I have one more thing to tell you all before I'm out of here. So let me, oh, I almost forgot. Let me show you all that video about the pilot. About the pilot who tried to crash the plane. It's also the verdict. I had to upload my TikTok because I'm unable to share my screen for whatever reason. But here it is. Let's get into it. Oh, no, Dr. 44-year-old veteran pilot, Joseph Emerson, is facing 80 counts of attempted red rum after authorities say he tried to shut down the plane's engines mid-flight. Let's get into it. Now, the off-duty pilot accused of trying to bring down the Alaska Airlines flight told the authorities uh, that he had taken psychedelic mushrooms 48 hours before boarding the plane. He also said that he'd been depressed lately and that he'd been without sleep for 40 hours and that he basically felt like he was having a mental breakdown. 
please pay attention. Now, Emerson had been sitting in the flight deck jump seat in the cockpit with the other pilots. Now, this is permitted for pilots that are commuting back and forth between flights. So he's sitting there having casual conversation with them, just talking about the weather, you know, their careers at Alaska Airlines and all of that, when suddenly he jumps up and tries to grab the two red handles that cut the power to the engines. And then he yells out and says, I am not okay. Please pay attention. Now, pilot Alan Cozial said that a fire suppression system was activated when he grabbed the handles, but it appeared that the engines had not been cut off. And that's good because that would have resulted in the planes gliding and descending. Now, the other pilot, Emil Reimer, told investigators this information. And he basically said that the plane was seconds away from being a glider, but that Emerson was not able to pull the handles all the way down before the pair intervened. Experts say the ability to quickly turn off an engine may be crucial in emergency situations such as fires. Now, one of the pilots then grabbed Emerson's wrist while the other declared an in-flight emergency, according to the federal document. Emerson had to be wrestled with for several seconds until he settled down. Uh, this is what the pilots told investigators. And also, once he was thrown from the cockpit, he told one of the flight attendants to cuff me right now or things are going to get real bad. Absolutely nefarious. Emerson's already had his first day in court where he's pled not guilty to the numerous charges against him. The FBI and police affidavits suggest Emerson claimed he was suffering from a mental emergency on Sunday. Off duty and riding in a cockpit jump seat, he told the pilot and co-pilot, I'm not okay, and admitted to grabbing the red fire suppression handles to shut down the plane's engines struggling with the cockpit crew for nearly 30 seconds before they could kick him out of the cockpit. We got the uh, guy that tried to shut the engine down uh, out of the cockpit. Witnesses say Emerson calmly walked to the rear of the plane where he allegedly told a flight attendant, you need to cuff me right now or it's going to be bad. Once she handcuffed him, he allegedly said, I messed everything up and tried to kill everybody. Claimed he was having a nervous breakdown and had not slept in 40 hours. The affidavit says Emerson denied taking any medication, but told police he'd been depressed for six years, recently lost a friend, and had taken psychedelic mushrooms 48 hours prior to the flight. Psychiatrists say sleep deprivation combined with possible substance use and mental health issues can make someone feel detached. When you add sleep. With that all being said, this is a very scary situation that luckily didn't turn out the way he intended. Okay, can you imagine being aboard that flight and someone who's a pilot themselves tries to bring the plane down? Absolutely crazy. Oh, with that all being said, TikTok, this is for entertainment purposes only. Those are absolutely crazy, right? And now he's acting like he's insane. I don't think he's insane. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. Pay attention. He said that he's been depressed for six years, recently lost a friend and all of this. Let me tell you something. The sad thing is some people who want to take their lives, I don't have a problem taking other people with them, okay? They don't have a problem taking other people with them. Let's not forget the teenage girl who wanted to end her life because her boyfriend broke up with her. She was like 17 or 18 years old. And then she goes out and gets in her car and starts driving crazy on purpose to end her own life, but instead hits a mother and the mother's three-year-old child head on, and they lose their lives. Now, she should have been prosecuted for that right charge with her dad. But what she knows? Because she had the compassion for the protection. They 
said that she didn't do it on purpose. That's what she said in court. And they nailed for it. But at the end of the day, she absolutely did it on purpose. She just sent a text to her ex or some one of her friends saying what she was going to do. That she was going to end her life. She was going to get out in the car and, and crash. So I'm sorry. Make it all make sense. This man is not crazy. I don't think he is. And then here's the thing. He tried to blame it on those magic mushrooms. But he's supposed to see those 48 hours prior. Well, they used to stay in your system, according to my research. Uh, they used to stay in your system for about six to eight hours. Okay, so that should have been way gone from his system if that's what he took. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think that's what he needs to do. Try to take everybody out of with himself. Okay, that's what it sounds like to me. These people are all crazy and clear nefarious. Please pay attention. Okay, but so tells that it was the venom. Miss me with it. And it absolutely could be. And I'm so glad you brought that up. Because there's a whole lot of nefarious things going on. And I absolutely believe it. In some cases, it's, it's the venom. Now, speaking of that, let's talk about let's talk about how Italy has not had any births in three months. Now, I definitely think the venom has something to do with that. No births in the country in three months. Please make it all make sense. Here's what they say. They say, unfortunately, Italy has recently set an all-time low as, as there were no births in the entire country for three months. Astonishingly crushing in an understatement is an understatement at the least. They say Italy's death of babies is considered a national emergency and fixing the problem was a prominent policy pledge by Giorgia Milani ahead of last year's election which saw her become the country's first woman prime minister of Italy. But last year Italy recorded more than 12 deaths of every seven births and the resident population fell from 179,000 uh fell by I'm sorry fell by 179,000 uh, to 58.85 million. Okay, that's their annual demographic report. Now they say a major factor is the reduction and the aging of the female population in the 15 to 49 age group, eventually considered reproductive. Now the fertility rate edged down to 1.24 children per one weight uh, from 1.25 in 2021, registering a decline in central and northern regions and a marginal increase in the no births in three yeah. whole months. Uh, that definitely sounds okay. right. That definitely, and I, and I know that the ones and supremacists are wishing that that was Africa instead of Italy. Okay, I pretty much guarantee you. Absolutely, I believe they absolutely would prefer for that to be happening. So obviously. Now, and also in other news about. Venom. Do you all know that the eight-year-old boy from Israel, uh, who was featured in a video promoting uh, the Venom, died suddenly last month? Did you all know about that? This little child, eight years old, died from cardiac arrest and nearly drowned in the bathtub as he was having this uh, episode. Jonathan Moshe Ehrlichman, the son and grandson of prominent Israeli doctors, almost drowned in the bathtub after his heart stopped on the eve of Don Kapoor. Uh, now, although paramedics were able to revive him, sadly, he died several days later on September 28th. In 2020, Ehrlichman appeared in the video with Shush, described as a friendly puppy child, urging viewers to get the venom when it became available. Describing Ehrlichman as the poster 
Lifesite News shares a government-sponsored video featuring the boy released just prior to the introduction of the film. So anyway, isn't that something? Eight years old, having cardiac arrest. Y'all don't find that suspicious. Y'all don't find that suspicious. An eight-year-old suddenly dies, has cardiac arrest, and I was trying to do that. Y'all don't find that suspicious. Then my doctor, Umar Morris, because I sure do. A whole lot of people suddenly dying. Please pay attention. So, Queen Bab says, terrible, save our children, stop using them as medical cause. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Claudette, and the lovely T says, very suspicious. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And it's only going to get worse from here. Okay, because for those of you who listen to some of the doctors who they call conspiracy theorists, uh, they said that we will start seeing the toll within three years. Okay, three years and less. So, with that all being said, just sit back and watch because it's all about to go down. It's about to get real crazy out here and real scary. And I hope everyone's doing the due diligence, getting your non personal food items, stocking up on your water, and making sure that you're taking immune boosters, okay? And making sure that you're taking immune boosters and things like that. Please pay attention. All right, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medical doctor at least, and I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm just telling you some things that I do myself, okay? So with that all being said, that's why man said 2024 is coming. You already know. You already know. So for those who didn't bother to listen and thought the rest of us were crazy and called us conspiracy theorists, theorists, well, woke me up to me is all I have to say. <laughs> Prayers up for you. Prayers up for us all because it's about to get real crazy. Okay, please pay attention. If any of you, and I want you all to pay attention, if any of you have ever seen the movie Children of Men, or children of man. If you've seen that movie, please put ones in the chat. If you have seen that movie, please put ones in the chat. Hold on. Let's do something real quick. For those of you who have seen that movie, somebody, children of men,
Lisa Cabrera's daily reports. Got this Karen mask I'm thinking about getting.
Karen can get them. She can still drag them to hell. Karen's terrible power is not new. Yes, been going on since chattel slavery. How many enslaved women were sent packing out of the fields because Karen <laughs> resented her presence there? Or probably was better than Karen, even as a slave. <laughs> That's probably. <laughs> so, anyway, let me stop laughing. So, uh, or sought to put distance between her husband and the enslaved women. How many enslaved men were whipped merely because of the suggestion of a Karen while they look upon, you know, when everything happened? That was the spark that lit the um, Tulsa. Black Wall, uh, Black Wall Street in 1921. Yes. Yes. Two years later, it lit a white supremacist tender that burned down a Black community called Rosewood. Mm -mm -mm. In Florida. You know, I'm just realizing that. So Tulsa, Black Wall Street, happened first and then two years later was rosewood wow so karen pointed the finger resulting in a horrific beating death of emmett till in 1955 and we will never forget that witch called carolyn bryan we will never forget her even when karen herself is a killer she still has power to make a black man's life a nightmare what a black man in Union, South Carolina, was safe in 1994. Then Susan Smith came along and told the police that a black man carjacked her and took her two sons. For a while, at least the police, dutifully, did the Karen's bidding in hunting a non-existent black kidnapper before realizing that Susan Smith was full of crap and she killed her own kids. You know, I did a story on her not long ago, and she insisted that she was a good mother. Aha, uh -huh, Susan. All right. I guess they can label anything a good mother these days. For a while, um, you know, cell phones and social media began chipping away at Karen's awful might. That brother in New York didn't get strung up three years ago for being black while bird watching in large part because there was footage of Karen attempt to weaponize law enforcement against him. Oh yeah, I'm going to call the police and I'm going to tell them African American man. <laughs> Y'all remember that? <laughs> but see, the funny part is some of them still don't care that they get caught on camera until the backlash comes. Once the backlash comes, then that's when they go running and trying to get away from social media and all that stuff or lose their jobs. Okay. Or she was caught lying or pretending to be a victim when she was the actual offender. Social media and news accounts actually sent her to a proverbial sunken place. She was fired from her job. And this is, we're still talking about um, you know, we're still talking about Amy Cooper. 
So she was fired against her job. Now she did file a lawsuit against her employer, but she lost. They would not give her her job back. And the court said they didn't have to give her her job back. So she did lose that case. Still, for every Amy Cooper, there's other Karens out there intolerant of anything but black. Okay, yeah, they always pointing that finger at someone black. That is their whole mission Shut of up. being out in public and encountering black <laughs> to point the finger. Leave her alone. Now, y'all remember that Karen Halloween mask from Shit. a couple of years ago? Well, if you don't remember, let me take you down memory lane. Okay, y'all remember this old ugly Karen Halloween mask? <laughs> I think <coughs> during the pandemic it sold out. People were grabbing them left and right. So y'all remember this. I know you remember this mask. So unfortunately, the Karen mask isn't on sale this Halloween, and yet she lingers in the American consciousness. More vengeful than Samara Morgan, more dangerous than Annabelle or Megan. So y'all, mask is so <laughs> the old Karen mask. And I would, if memory serves me correct, those masks were pretty expensive and people were buying them left and right. I think they sold out like the first year they were up for sale. And it might have been like around 2019, somewhere around there when the mask came out. Because I know I did a video on it when they first showed the Karen mask. And this guy made it as a gag and people were demanding it and he was making them by hand, these Karen masks. Now, y'all tell me what you think about this video. Yeah, Karen is definitely a, big, a villain, whether it's a man or a woman, they are villains. There are no one to feel sorry for. And plus, you know, very few people feel sorry for Karen, especially once the video goes viral. You don't see that many people trying to defend Karen. You may see a few idiots here and there, and usually people pretty much dismiss them and don't even pay them any mind in the comment section. So, no, she's not viewed as dainty and delicate at all. And I believe that's going to get worse for Karen as we move forward. You know, she already don't get much sympathy from the public when she's out here doing stupid things and I think that's going to grow to the point where it, it'll be apathy all the way for Karen. But y'all tell me what you think about this video. Please leave your comment and subscribe. Don't forget to hit on the notification bell and I'll see you on the next video. Okay, let me get this nightmare mask off the screen. Peace, family. Afternoon, Black family. Sadat here. Just got off the phone with my brother Lasmore. Boy, we have some really good conversations. Hard hitting conversations. I'm about to play the preppers' warning for y'all. All right. I'm cooking me some noodles, so I'm doing.
multitasking. And then after we do this, I'm gonna come back with another one. We're going. Let me tell you how bad this is really getting. Hold on, let me just go ahead and start that. Let me tell you how bad this is really getting. We have the U.S. military right now saying that the children of our enemies in the Middle East will be raised by other men if they come against the soldiers of Israel and the soldiers of the United States of America. This is from General Eric Smith. He's the Marine Commandant. He stated the following in response to anyone who dares to target the Marine Expeditionary Unit that is being deployed over to Israel. This is a direct quote. For those that are in the area, so that's speaking to Hamas, that's speaking to Palestine, that's speaking to Lebanon, that's speaking to Iran, that's speaking to any animal, uh, any enemy actor organization. For anyone in the area, if that Marine Expeditionary Unit has to go in, if you target them, someone else will raise your children. Let me tell you that that what right the there is, shit is the that? direct speak of war from our military to our enemy combatant uh, countries and our enemies on the field. Basically, we're going to kill you, they're saying, and somebody else is going to raise your little kids. So if you like your little Mary and your little Timmy, you better not raise that rifle against the Americans. Wow. So here we have them right out in the open saying this. America and Israel need they ask you. Special forces have been taken out on the Gaza border. They're saying an ambush took place and it took our forces out which basically means that we are directly involved in this Middle Eastern war. The Pentagon also stated that there is a high possibility that security conditions inside of the Middle East are going to, quote, severely deteriorate, especially against American interests. That means all of the shipping containers that are coming through the canal. That means all of the oil that comes through the oil-rich region. That means that your gas is going to go up. The supplies of your uh, available products at the store are going to go down. So here's a little warning to you right now. You know, you don't want to interrupt your daily way of life, no matter what happens in the outside world. You want your kids to have everything that they're used to. So I'm telling you right now, go get a little bit of extra deodorant. Go get some extra toothpaste. Go get some 15-pound bags of baking soda. You're going to use the baking soda for deodorant. You're going to use it for uh, toothpaste. You can also use it as a, a, a cleansing agent. It helps against yeast and bacterial infections, has a lot of great uses for it. Go out and get it now because it's cheap and it will become unavailable. The Russian defense minister has stated on live television that Russia has tested and will use its ability to deliver a massive retaliatory nuclear strike against Russian enemies. They launched an ICBM, according to the reports that we see. Nobody quite knows where it actually landed, but we do have some information coming in discussing what it might have been targeting. What we know is that Russia is ready to use a nuclear bomb in this war, and they're just letting the Americans know, letting the Ukrainians know, letting NATO know that, hey, we have these tools. If you want to F around and find out, here's what you're going to find out with. I had a comment yesterday from a viewer who said, Brad, what do you really expect to take place in the nuclear war? What are we really looking at here? Armageddon. My best case scenario is that we will have a single nuclear use. And other countries will say, we really don't want to toast this planet. We don't want to kill off a massive amount and rebuild from nothing yet. Because remember, that might be in a wider agenda that we're not seeing yet. But right now, they don't want to do that. And so what, they, what I hope they do instead is watch an event take place, 
condemn it, of course, condemn the country that is doing it, and then poor heads will prevail. Now, if that happens, well, we're in a whole bunch of luck, and it doesn't look like luck's on our side right now. We are having reporting outlets in the USA that the U.S. has scrambled and deployed a dozen air defense systems to countries all across the Middle East, and they're doing this ahead of the land invasion that Israel is going to use to basically burn the Gaza area to the ground. Now, Netanyahu came out yesterday, and he said to all of the uh, enemies that oppose Israel, now is your last chance, and they have to do this diplomatically, because if they don't give this widespread on public uh, television across international airways saying, hey, you have a chance right now, let all the hostages go, let, uh, you know, go ahead and, and give yourself up for arrest, uh, you know, and we're just going to let things clear out. It's an empty, empty promise, and they're just saying this, and they are going to. They've already committed to it. You don't let the Americans know exactly what is happening and let us move all of our military assets to the region without being in full preparation to basically destroy this large part of Israel with millions. There's millions of people here. A lot of them, a huge majority, innocent bystanders. That doesn't mean that we are not breeding new potential militants because of every bomb that drops. But I'm just saying. We know that this is going to be a multi-month, maybe even a multi-year war. And then if, it, if Iran gets involved, we're all screwed because Israel has been biting at the bit. You know what that means, right? We used to uh, train horses. And so, you know, you're training a horse and they're biting at the bit you put in their mouth. Why? Because they are just waiting. They're ready. They're so ready to go. And that's where that term comes from. The bit is that long piece that goes in the horse's mouth and you pull on when you're trying to get it to your left, get it to your right, get it to do something. Biting at the bit. Israel right now is biting at the bit to take out the Iranian nuclear infrastructure, to take out the Iranian administration, and basically to turn them back into a uh, westernized country. So the U.S. is scrambling to send these air defense systems out. They're going to send them to Iraq, to the Gulf uh, nations. U.S. officials say that the Pentagon is sending terminal high-altitude air defense systems, or THAADs, to Saudi Arabia. The surface-to-air missile systems will be sent to Kuwait, Jordan, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and the United Arab Emirates. Why we're sending them to some of these countries is a little bit questionable, because we have seen, they have shown us, that some of these countries are very wavering on an allied country. So what we could be doing here is, uh, you know, arming our future enemies. And if you look at what happened in uh, the other countries that we have went into, that we then handed the keys to all of our armories over to the Taliban, you say, okay, they're okay with that. Why? Because the military-industrial complex is the thing that's going to survive World War III. The White House has ordered the Department of Defense. They've ordered them to begin preparing for the uh, uh, evacuation of hundreds of thousands of people. Now they know that we are in this time right now where you are not going to make it out of this unscathed. And they know that the United States of America basically has very little choice here except to go ahead and fight this war until the very end. And if they try not to fight it, then they're already dead. So our soldiers have one last chance here and that one last chance is to win World War III. Hundreds of thousands of American citizens, they say, will require evacuation from the Middle East as bloodshed comes to that region. So they know what's happening. They're preparing all their contingency plans, and yet they're not telling you, the prepared people of America, or ill-prepared, depending on which way you look at it, to get your in gear. 
get ready. Go ahead and get your food now because it's available. Get your bullets now because they're available. Get your car filled up every time it goes below a third of a quarter, you know, uh, three quarters of a tank. Get your children lined up to be able to homeschool if necessary. Get prepared to evacuate when you need it. Get prepared to defend your home because we have these cells being basically activated across the USA. Are they telling you any of this? No, they're not. So we have to start to question why. It's not because they don't know it's going to happen here inside of this country. Let me give you a little bit of a recent bit of history. Israel did not tell their people that they knew they had a threat against them inside of the country. And then they allowed, some would say, these attacks to take place, which took hundreds and hundreds of hostages. You saw all these different beheadings. You saw all these things happening. And as that happened, they said, okay, now we have a reason to go in and destroy these homes of millions of people, basically go to war with Lebanon. Let's go ahead and take on a war with Iran. Let's fight against these other countries. That is what we consider to be an allowed event. These allowed events are happening in the USA and they are going on right now. So when you see them not telling the people of the United States of America to get ready, not telling them to be prepared, know that they have the understanding of what's coming next. They're just not telling you about it. The U.S. administration is said to be being told that there are major worldwide issues with the prospect of global escalation. In recent days, they're turning their attention just to the Middle East, but this is a global event according to military, police, and government strategists. There are hundreds of thousands of citizens all across the world that will be need to be brought home for a world war. So why are they thinking about bringing these potentially millions of citizens home? Why? Because they're going to need the bodies. They're going to need the bodies on QQs. They're going to need the bodies at the factories. They're going to need the bodies on the farms. They're going to need bodies inside of America. If we want a chance at what they see as not just a worst case scenario, they see this as a potential uh, event. Russia has scrambled their jets, and they continue to, as the U.S. bombers flew close to the Russian border, as we test their uh, ability to be able to stand up to a multinational NATO conflict. We're over there scrambling our jets over there, running our daily sorties, just in the same way that China is running their daily missions against Taiwan. Just waiting, okay, are we attacking now? Are we attacking now? The difference is Russia will launch that nuke, they'll shoot down the plane, and they'll say, whoops, it was an accident, El Comrade and they'll just go about their daily business. Whereas if we do that against China, or if we were to do that against Russia, it would be a huge and a whole different deal because America is unfortunately no longer the big dog in the park. We are the older dog. And so they're looking for that new dog energy, that big D energy, some would say. And as they look for that big big dog energy, they're looking to other countries that are willing to back their currencies into a new global currency, backing it by a commodity like gold, like precious metals, and like other commodities. As they tie a currency into a precious metal, as they tie it into things like the ingredients that go into medicine, that's the currency that will win. We screwed ourselves when we took on uh, the USD off of the gold backing, and it was only a matter of time until we had today. Everybody knew it was coming. Congress have been saying it for years. We played this game as long as we could. We cheated, we lied, we scraped, and we fought as long as we could. But America is unfortunately that aging dog in the dog park. Hundreds and hundreds of fighters 
against Israel have received specialized combat training, according to a new American report, and they received it from Iran. Now, here you have them saying it's Iran's fault. They wouldn't have been able to take out the Israelis without Iran. They wouldn't have been able to run these off without Iran. So what do they do? They go and cut off the head of the snake. We've already seen them warn about it in Israel. We remember, you see the American general saying, if you fight against us, somebody else is going to raise your baby. So if you don't want another baby daddy out there and you're already <laughs> looking in your kid's eyes, you better not raise that barrel against American allies. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at, folks. We are at a point of no return. I hope that you're doing everything that you can to get ready. Please share this video. Good luck, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Full Spectrum Survival, only on YouTube. It's about to be a shit.